0: Hello, and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for everyday living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with the Tao in your own unique personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao De Jing. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day, by listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today, and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. Verse 62, Giving the Tao Tao is the safe haven for all beings. The good people value it. The bad people receive protection from it. Words consistent with Tao will place you in a coveted position. Deeds consistent with Tao will make you stand out from the crowd. Even if people are bad, Tao will not reject them. There are important events, such as coronation and swearing-in of ministers. In these pompous ceremonies, officials carrying precious jade lead the procession followed by four thoroughbreds. This grandiosity becomes insignificant when compared to simply presenting Tao as a gift. Why has Tao always been valued since antiquity? It is as the saying goes, if you seek it, you will get it. If you make an error, you will be forgiven. Hence, Tao is valued by all. That's verse 62 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Han Hyong Tan. Next, let's break it down. This verse has two parts to it and we'll take each part one idea at a time. Part one talks about treasure and refuge, and part two talks about giving the Dal. So the treasure and refuge part, part one. The good people value it, and the bad people receive protection from it. That's basically what we're talking about here. and. So sometimes when I read this, I'm like, oh, what do you mean good people and bad people? I thought there weren't anybody that was good or anybody that was bad. There were just people. <laughs> um, well, I think what we're just doing here is we're making a point about the Tao being able to be like both things at the same time, right? So the Tao is a place that is treasured and it is also a place where I can seek shelter so who are the good people and the bad people well they're me they're me sometimes i'm good sometimes i'm bad seemingly of course and if we push a little further into that we can say that you know what maybe maybe i'm actually simultaneously finding the Tao as my treasure and my refuge so that's part one and it's a very short part right And let's talk about part two, which is a little bit longer, but it says a very simple message, and it's basically this. It says, okay, well, look, if if the Tao is a treasure and it's a refuge, man, what, what a great thing, right? Because the Tao never stops giving. It's always on. It's always there. All I have to do is become receptive to it and use it. That's it. So what is actually more valuable is it something that has temporary physical value or is it this thing that's always there always on always giving well i mean i think it's pretty clear isn't it i mean for for me i'm thinking about this and i'm saying well this is a far greater gift because it's so much more valuable than something that just we all agree is like a piece of gold, for example. Yes, it has value. Why does it have value? Because there's seeming scarcity there, right? But when compared to the infinite inexhaustible supply of loving energy that is provided by the Tao, that thing is just a piece of metal, right? <laughs> so, um, that's why I feel like when, we have the Tao as our treasure and our refuge and we give that to others it's pretty it's a no-brainer right like we're actually giving way more value by doing that so that'll kind of tie that up in terms of part one and part two so we'll just remember that verse 62 has two parts to it and part one talks about the treasure and the refuge that is Tao, and then part two talks about well once you have that give it give it away give it to others okay so let's put that back together i'll read verse 62 again Tao is the safe haven for all beings The good people value it. The bad people receive protection from it. Words consistent with Tao will place you in a coveted position. Deeds consistent with Tao will make you stand out from the crowd. Even if people are bad, Tao will not reject them. There are important events, such as coronation and swearing in of ministers. In these pompous ceremonies, officials carrying precious jade lead the procession followed by four thoroughbreds. This grandiosity becomes insignificant when compared to simply presenting Dao as a gift. Why has Dao always been valued since antiquity? It is as the saying goes. If you seek it, you will get it. If you make an error, you will be forgiven. Hence, Dao is valued by all. Let's take a look at some of the things that this verse made me think about today when considering giving the DAO. There are two. Number one is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And number two is giving the gifts of DAO. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The Tao is many things to many people. It presents itself in myriad ways. We know that. If we but pause and look, we'll see the Tao in everything and are hard pressed to see where Tao is not. We also know that Tao is capable of being in many places at once. Tao is in the good person, Tao is in the bad person, Tao is also in between. So, we are reminded in this verse that Tao is the treasure of the good and the refuge of the bad. That seems simple enough, mostly because I can relate to both of them. <laughs> there are times when I take refuge in the Tao, and there are times when I cherish it. There are times when I'm cherishing it and I see bad people and wish them well. There are times when I'm feeling like a bruised up and beaten ego. And when I get tired of feeling that way, I ask for help to get back to the Tao. Sometimes I ask others to help me return to the light. I guess my point is that if the Tao is a treasure house, it is also a refuge. Yes, the good and bad people to which this verse is referring can be seen as these people over here and those people over there. But we can also look at it in an integral way, can't we? Who are the good people? I am the good people. And who are the bad people? I too am the bad people. <laughs> the Tao is sometimes my treasure and sometimes my refuge. Now, could I also consider that the Tao is simultaneously, like in the same moment, my treasure and refuge? And this one's a little trickier for me, not going to lie. I feel like we can sit with this for a moment though. How can the Tao be simultaneously my treasure and refuge? Well, I have spent 44 years creating this sense of who and what Dan is. I have used that creative ability for selfish purposes, and I have used it for unselfish purposes. When I see myself in the mirror, I perceive a face with all the parts. Nose, eyes, ears, mouth, skin, teeth. You know, the standard issue stuff. If I were to peer beneath the surface tissue, I would find muscle and bone, and this gray and white squishy stuff that we call our brain. So physically, what I see in the mirror is a summary of all that stuff. I feel like the same holds true for what I call my identity. So there's my experience in grade school, the memories of what happened, or what I currently remember perceiving happening. (laughs) There are memories of loves, of funny times, of angry times. All these little pictures in my mind that are just pictures, or they're pictures associated with feelings, or smells, or sounds. The summary of all those memories and systemic reactions to those memories, and placed then or modified now, make up that which I call Dan. Other people refer to their limited experience with the physical and memorial summaries as Dan. (laughs) The Dan summary has seemingly good parts. He also has seemingly bad parts. The Dan summary has unselfish parts. The Dan summary also has selfish parts. For the unselfish parts, the Dan Summary's past experience with the Tao is a wondrous, rich, and infinitely creative thing. For the selfish parts, the Dan Summary's past experience with the Tao is an immense relief from the chaos that had become so heavy. So, (laughs) now, the Tao is both my treasure and my refuge. And if that's true for me, I know it's true for all of us. I have to admit that despite my efforts to refrain from judging people, I still do it. I say, hmm, that person looks undesirable, they are incredibly selfish, and they are just bad people. I mean, not all the time, but I still catch myself doing it. So here's the thing when I do that. Aren't I really just looking at myself there? Am I really just judging another person, or am I judging the parts that I can see only without remembering that I too have those parts. Because if I'm good and bad at the same time, and that other person is too, it would be the same as me telling myself that I am all bad because that's the only thing I see. And don't we do this all the time when we tell ourselves we aren't good enough? We don't have enough money. We don't live up to our own expectations. Aren't we forgetting About the really, really good stuff that makes us up? Yes, there's always continual improvement and all that. But improvement for what? I would argue that that improvement is really just practice at letting go of our summary judgments about others and ultimately ourselves. So, rather than be good or bad, can we accept the Tao as neither treasure nor refuge, but as what you, me, and everything else in between just is? Giving the gifts of Tao. Let's say that there's a supervisor or a boss, and I'm on a team of, I don't know, nine people. Now, I'm definitely not the alpha, a little introverted, I hang in the back and perform when I'm called upon, and most of the time, I do my best. I'm happy with the quality of my work, and I'm happy when I can be of meaningful service to the boss and the team. Now, let's say that there is a coworker who is new and not as experienced as I am. Perhaps the coworker, in my opinion, doesn't have the right skills quite yet, but has the potential to be pretty good at the job. Now, let's imagine the boss gathers us all together and shows us a new project we're going to work on. We'll all get bonuses depending on which aspects of the project we complete. And although I'm more qualified and experienced to work on the most lucrative part on the project, the boss gives my new coworker the lead on it. It seems that the coworker's poise has attracted the boss's attention. How do you feel about this scenario right now? <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm more than a little jealous of the coworker. How unfair! Just because I'm not as an outspoken or have as much as of an engaging personality as the coworker, I am monetarily penalized for not being as much fun to be around. Lao says to present the gifts of the Tao instead of jade and horses in the second part of this verse today. I feel like the jade and the horses, the pretty things, are the personality aspects we just talked about now the quiet professional competence and the elegance with which i perform my work seems to serve as the aspects of the Tao. jade and horses are temporary personality and circumstances are temporary results we get from the Tao, however are permanent aren't they the quiet competent work stays that way when it is completed looked at from the leader's point of view At first, yes, it is great to be around folks who are enthusiastic and charming, but one quickly realizes that there must be substance there behind the facade, and when there isn't, it becomes quickly obvious. Perhaps in this scenario, the coworker does an okay job, but it needs a little fixing, so the boss asks me later to help out. I may render service and get the project done well, on time, and cleanly, and I may receive that compensation which I am due, eventually. In this case, which is more valuable? Well, of course, a well-executed job. Let's pause for a moment and remember that while this was just a quick example of a scene that plays out at work, there are many other ways we can present the Tao as a gift. You remember we talked about the gifts of the Tao before? A shout out to Deepak Chopra in his book, How to Know God. We said that they were restful awareness, intuition, creativity, healing, and oneness. Those came from his book. But I think we can still apply those to our experience with the Tao. Now, before, we had just become aware of the possibility of experiencing those things for ourselves. But in this verse, Lao Tzu is urging us to give them away once we've experienced them. But why, I might say. (laughs) I only just got these things and now you want me to let them go? To which the Tao might reply, well, yes. Don't you know? You received them. And by giving them, you are the physical doer. But you are spiritually the receiver also. Shout out to Master Ni on that one. So the Tao gives you the gifts. You put them in circulation by helping others with them. They return just as freely from the Tao. Other than being eligible to receive gifts from the Tao, I feel like the better reward is seeing someone or a group of people uplifted by the gifts I can share. To see a genuine smile, to experience another person's joy, to feel lovingly appreciated aren't those priceless things it is said that you can't take money with you when you die but what about love can we take that can we take the quality of our relationships and the connections we made and the lessons we learned can we take those things with us honestly i'd say that if we're immortal then yes (laughs) yes we can So I get a whole physical existence to bank love, relationships, compassion, humility, all the treasures. I can take those things with me. The temporary stuff, my body, the money, the jade and the horses, eventually change form. Giving the gifts of Tao can seem boring and insubstantial if viewed on the surface. But when experienced for what they really are, we discover that they are treasures forever. So, to wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering giving the Tao, I thought about two things. I thought about the good, the bad, and the ugly. And the second thing I thought about was giving the gifts of Tao. For the final piece of this episode, let's consider how we can apply the principle of giving the Tao in this verse today. There are three things we can consider. One is giving at home. Two is giving at work. And three is giving with friends. As we think about how to practice this verse in our different life aspects, I'd like to call attention to the main mechanic at work here. We talked about being both good and bad in the first part of this verse. And then we talked about giving the gifts of the Tao in the second. In this podcast, we've also talked about integrating our shadows and what that can mean. I feel like this verse gives us another opportunity to consider another technique. It is simply this. Observing our lives, listening for the lessons in meditation, either periodic or constant, and then asking the Tao for assistance in applying those lessons. So let's consider how we can observe. We'll get quiet for a moment and ask the Tao to show us something new today. Thank you. The Tao is our treasure and our refuge. When it's my treasure, I can be grateful. When it's my refuge, I can work to connect with it. So, at home, what do I appreciate? Who do I appreciate? Run your mind's eye over the people in your home life. Go as close as you like. My wife has this little freckle on the back of her ear. It's so cute. It's just doing its thing. And it's one of those things that make her, her. So what about you? Now let's consider if there are any aspects about her home life that seem like they could use a little more harmony with the Tao. I would like to spend more time playing with my cats, giving them attention and love. What about you? Now let's think about how we might set aside our selfish desires at home and those places where we can move more into harmony. Let's ask the Tao to help us be open to ways in which we can serve its gifts to others. There's no need to identify specific actions Let's allow the moments to reveal themselves and be willing to serve if called upon. Okay, so let's look at work now. Who do I appreciate at work? With whom do I like working? Who do I respect? And where do my relationships at work need a little more harmony? With bosses? Customers, colleagues, or coworkers. And let's think again about our selfish desires at work. Can we ask the Tao to help us be open to abandoning these desires? Can we ask the Tao to show us ways we can exercise compassion, humility, and joy? now with friends. Let's appreciate the feeling we get when we're with friends. They're the funny ones, the interesting ones, the listening ones. The ones with whom we may have a strong bond. Let's remember how much they enrich our lives. What about those people in our group that we usually don't talk to? Are they weird? Not so easy to talk with? Are they funny in a uh oh way instead of a haha way? <laughs> Let's ask the Tao to help us include those people in our lives in a way that honors them and is safe for us. Let's also ask the Tao to help us be open to serving the group with genuine humility, setting aside the desires that may crop up to be popular or liked from time to time. Okay, so now let's ask the Tao to help us practice these things as we go about our week. Let's ask for the willingness to be open to considering them. Thank you. That will wrap it up for today. I'd like to thank you for considering with me how we can give the DAO. To do this, we talked about three things. We talked about giving at home. We talked about giving at work. And we talked about giving with friends. close out this episode, I will leave you with a final reading of verse 62 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Han Hyong Ten. Tao is the safe haven for all beings. The good people value it. The bad people receive protection from it. Words consistent with Tao will place you in a coveted position. Deeds consistent with Tao will make you stand out from the crowd. Even if people are bad, Dao will not reject them. There are important events such as coronation and swearing in of ministers. In these pompous ceremonies, officials carrying precious jade lead the procession followed by four thoroughbreds. This grandiosity becomes insignificant when compared to simply presenting Dao as a gift. Why has Dao always been valued since antiquity? It is as the saying goes. If you seek it, you will get it. If you make an error, you will be forgiven. Hence, Tao is valued by all. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao-curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Jing. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you, as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast, and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.